recorded live from the petting zoo at Neverland Ranch, it's the Photo Happy Hour Podcast. Hey, and welcome, everybody. I'm your Photo Happy Hour bartender, Michael Mowbray. I'm serving up a 16-ounce tall boy of delicious photography goodness. It's frothy. And joining me behind the bar are Dan Freevault. He's not frothy. And Carl <laughs> Keeler. I'm not sure about him. <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> hey, what's up, everyone? I have a minty, muddled concoction of mindfulness. That's I didn't. I can't believe I got that out without stumbling. <laughs> that was pretty good. Did you did you rehearse that? Did no, I didn't. No. <laughs> if I, I would good. definitely would have stumbled if I tried to practice that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, Carl? This is a blueberry Moscow Mule. Blueberries in respect to the fact that, good gosh, we better have something harvestable sometime this year. (laughs) And I'm running over all kinds of blueberry plants out in the woods right now, so blueberries it is today. Sounds good. I'm I'm going with my standard summer drink right now. I've I've got the the citron-flavored vodka with the lemonade. In my um, and it may, again made for a nice my, photograph. My Yeti knockoff here, <laughs> which I'm thinking about buying. I'm thinking about getting some of these for Molite. You should. Yeah, I'm sure people would like these. I mean, I like these. Yeah, it's because it's fun to do this. Full of Yeti things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in case it's the first time you're listening, or if you totally forgot what we talk about, um, we are three photographers who have been in business for a little bit of time. And we get together, and we drink, and we talk about photography. And the more we drink, the smarter Dan gets. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and each Thank week we have, a, we have a topic to try to keep us centered, and most of the time we go off topic, but that's actually okay. And our topic this week is posing. So we're going to be demonstrating all the different poses that you should be using, um, and we're going to have to describe them using audio. And One go. through Z. <laughs> Oh, po- posing? Oh, I thought, posing. I, thought you, I thought you said posers. Like, hey, we're a bunch oh, of... I thought the same thing. You posers. Yeah. Well, we could hey, talk about posers. all the posers that are out there. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, did you see uh, Bob and Doug made it on you know, SpaceX? Eh? <laughs> you take hey. off there, eh, you hoser. Take off, yeah, you hoser. Hey, guys. I, my, my wife and I were watching that live, and I turned to her, and after they said Bob and Doug, I turned to her, and I said, take off, you hosers. And she's like, <laughs> nodded, nodded <laughs> sagely. Well done. No, I need well to go played, watch sir. that movie. It's been a long time. It's, I think they should be a sponsor. Brew. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Yes. Strange yes. Brew sponsorships. I Sponsored like it. by Strange Brew. You dare, you're a hoser there. Hoser, eh? I, I, I've got a good sponsor this week. We have to wait till the end to let oh. that one out of the bag, but there's a good sponsor this week. Oh, okay. One cool of the best wait. ones yet. I Sweet. Think. We'll see. So posing. Um, man, how, do we, how are we going to be talking about posing using audio we'll need to visualize well you came up with the topic <laughs> exactly. no i didn't i think what we're going to you guys <laughs> i'm not taking responsibility for this one <laughs> i never teach posing i suck at posing <laughs> well that's uh, you know, a, that's it for this show <laughs> yep that's a wrap folks <laughs> hey just go stand over there eh <laughs> stand over there and do something i mean we're i seriously click off a snapshot of you there Ozer. <laughs> I have I have gotten what I call more organic in my posing, which is good and bad. 
And I will do a little bit of that. I will let them just go over and just kind of be themselves and then work something from there. Because sometimes when they're being themselves, they get relaxed and they look good. And I don't know. I think a lot, especially for these seniors, a lot of them are looking at so much Instagram and so many influencers, which you have good and bad posing both. But um, sometimes they just naturally fall into some good poses. And I'll shoot that. And then guide from there. Oh, and did did you just duck face me? You I duck, duck faced you. Me. You said duck influencer, face. so oh, I had that's to right. Do yeah. the duck face. <laughs> uh, that was like, that was like four years ago, though. I mean, that's we're over that. Oh no! Oh no. oh no! It's still oh, it's still there. It's, yeah. it's still a thing. Yeah. Probably still there. You know, you know. But Michael, you bring up a good point about you know being organic, and, and mm-hmm. what I'll add to that is. What I do is get my get my lighting set up, put them in the location I, I want to photograph in, which is a pleasing location, get pleasing lighting, and let them know that I'm just kind of getting the light set up and then kind of interact with them because then I don't have to look at the back of the camera or anything. I can just go click, 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 and know that everything is exposed correctly and, and kind of let them do their thing and then tweak it like, oh, I like that, but you know, turn your hand or spin this way or, you know, sit down or stand up, <laughs> like, you know, so sometimes give vague instructions because they're just going to do something that looks natural. And what do we always hear? The mom behind us that says, he or she always does that. You, you captured mm-hmm. him. They're always doing that. It's like, cause you just let them. Yeah. you just recorded as Carl would say, what was going on in front of you. I'll, I'll even do that on purpose. I'll, you know, we'll work with them and I'm, you know, and maybe they're, they don't know how to just naturally pose, so I'll guide them, and you know we'll do some shots and whatever. And I'll I'll drop the camera and I'll look at the view, you know, look at the last couple of shots, and just kind of peek over at what they're doing, and pop up, bang, and you know grab a shot of them being really natural. And because sometimes when they let their guard down, then they do have a good look, you know. And that's that's a tip for anybody out there. Be sure you watch your your clients in between shots because you know sometimes they put one look forward for a shot because maybe they think that's what mom wants or it's going to be it's going to be something that's going to be more i don't know um rigid <laughs> is that the word i'm looking for and sometimes too the, rigid yeah Which, it's so, just then, funny yeah because i remember starting off in portrait world you know and and looking at brochures of photographers with poses and they had pose number one pose number two pose number 75 and i'm going oh my god Gosh, you've got to be kidding me. And and it's still funny because I still have guests ask me, well, can, can you show me some poses that you might be using? I'm like, I don't know. And, and no, I don't. No, I can't tell you because I don't know yet. And because here's the deal, and you guys, you already hit on it. Um, I want you to be you. Hang out. Mm-hmm. Do, your, do your thing. Be yourself. Because when you record that, whether it's right or wrong for us as photographers as pro photographers it is capturing who that person is and how people uh their family and friends see them every day and and it's that's a positive it's a very good thing to capture but you also need to be careful with that as well because i've i've photographed people doing some pretty i mean sitting in strange ways and i'm going how how the heck do you even sit like that it looks like your legs are tight in a pretzel or something and one one time I, I thought it was such a cool pose and I, I and it was a really cool image. The background was really neat. The clothing just fit right with the with the scene and um and I made a display image of it, had it in the gallery. And one day I happened to be walking through the gallery when 
uh, my next senior was out in there, and, and I could I overheard them telling their mom, "Oh my God, I hope he doesn't make me sit like this." And it occurred, <laughs> and I thought, "Ooh, you know, it's a good lesson, you know, because right. what we think is cool, and and for that one person, uh, might not be right for everybody else." And that's the the key to this is that, and I tell people this is a custom product; it right. is custom to you, and what you like, and this is why I do a lot of different things. What you like in your posing might not be what the next person likes, and vice versa. So, um, and we—that's okay. I we want that. We want to be personalized to you. A lot of people got into that kind of flow posing there for a while. Like you, you started to talk about pose number one, pose number twelve, pose number sixteen. And I think the there's two problems with that. And you touched on is it's not going to be right for everybody, and everything that you shoot is going to look the same. So every senior has got, you know, these 12 poses. And then you go to the next senior, same 12 poses. And ain't none of them that fit that particular senior. So Right. Exactly. No, I know we talk a lot about seniors, but um, let's talk about kids for a second. You know, a lot of us now, we photograph anything that comes through the doors. I mean, we like to specialize in certain things, but... Um, we need to pay bills. And, you know, when, when there's what? little ones, I, I know we do, we got to pay bills. They keep coming in the mailbox. I mean, locking it and you just it don't shut. get the mail. Don't get I the mail. I screwed it shut and they still put it found a way to get it in there. <laughs> Dang postmaster. Anyway, um, my kids, I, I let them get bored. If, if I see them trying to interact with mom too much and try to, uh, try to do the expression that mom is, has been practicing, Oh, um, I hate yeah. that. Oh, we got here. Okay, we're all ready, guys. Uh, we've been practicing smiling for the last three days. I'm going, oh, God, go home. <laughs> we're going to reschedule uh, because this is going to be a disaster and a uh, train wreck. So, uh, But that's the, th- that's the key, though, is let them become themselves again. I let them get bored, and I'll ignore them. I'll turn around and talk, completely ignore them and talk to mom or whoever else is there at the time. And it just, you know, peripherals. Just watch what they do, and Dan already hit on it. Watch you, watch your clients, watch what they do, and then record it. Um, Molite may be best known as America's top-rated Godox retailer, but. Did you know that most of our light modifiers are made exclusively for Molite? Well, at last count, we have 20 different custom Molite brand light modifiers in stock. Our popular Snap line of softboxes are designed to set up and take down quickly while providing beautiful color consistent light when in use. Our unique exo focusing parabolics give pro photographers the critical control they need for commercial and fashion shoots. Our 22-inch silver beauty dish includes a grid, a sock, and a padded shoulder bag. And we deliver all of that at a price that's really hard to beat. Plus, everything must pass my own personal testing, and I test everything. And I have to admit, I'm pretty picky about my lighting tools. So if it passes my test, then it could become a Molite branded product. High quality, color consistent modifiers that meet my exacting specifications choose a molite brand softbox or other light modifier as your next lighting tool it might become your favorite tool
Be care be careful watching your seniors too closely though. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I told grief, I told the grief factor. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. I I do too cuz I'll I'll tell them. It's like I'm I'm analyzing the light and everything so it looks like I'm staring at you. Well, but I'm not. I'm, you know. I, I I am but Actually, I'm not, I am. you know. I yeah, <laughs> it's the light. And so if you kind of break that you know, break the ice a little bit and make a joke about it. Yeah, you're like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, that's uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine then. But otherwise, if you're just like staring at him, they're like, what is he doing? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop looking at me. He's, he's looking mm -hmm. into my soul. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even looking at me. He's looking through me, that sick little... No, yeah. But yeah. It's, it's like, you gotta tell it's, like, it's like when I was in high school and I'd come home and my mom would look at me and be like, Yes, I was at the party. <laughs> it's like shoot, yeah. <laughs> like I, she doesn't have to say anything, you know. I'm, I'm the youngest of seven, of seven, and you know, mostly boys. So she, she, she heard it and saw it all. So I'd come home and she'd be like, look at me, like, oh shoot, I can't even. I, I was working up like the whole story and everything, and I, she's like, nope, she, uh, I just have to tell her. Yeah. I was playing, I was playing Pac-Man at, at Jerry's basement, and yeah. we were eating pizza. And, well, we're and at the YMCA, and. So I, with my Coca-Cola shirt with the collar popped up, yeah. <laughs> my jeans rolled. <laughs> right. All, all full of mud from running through the field. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yep. Yes. Yep. So there's exactly. there's your there's your 80s 90s visual for you. Yep. So, Carl, you left out the my, the favorite uh, posing tool for kids. Duct tape. Duct tape. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Did that with my kid. My son actually. Uh, um, one of our. My my cousin got us a really cool outfit for him when he was little, 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 and it was a kind of it was like an overall, but like more of a traditional kind of uh, fancy you know feel to it, you know, and uh, dressy kind of feel to it, and it just didn't look right laying down with it. So um, we tried setting him up in this chair, and he couldn't sit up really, so he kept sliding off. Kept sliding, and yep. So I rolled up a little piece of duct tape, put it on the chair, boom, plopped him on there. And he didn't slide anymore. Problem is, then he kept sliding sideways. You know, the, his shoulders and everything kept sliding off. So, held, held him forward, rolled up another thing of duct tape, stuck to the back of the chair. Thunk. <laughs> he stuck, stuck to the chair. As, as long as it's on the fabric and you're not yeah. touching the skin, it's fine, people. It's fine. I can, I can see people go, oh, my gosh. As I've done that. So basically what you're saying is we need to bring duct tape to the next sync conference. So then when Michael has too much scotch, we just got to tape him in the chair. Right? <laughs> tape him up there. Yeah. He does a slouch over. You know, yeah, we I could just, sew a bunch of Velcro to his, yeah. you know, back of his shirt and then, you know, have Velcro on the chair and just Velcro him there. We could do that too. Hey man, whatever works. Velcro is expensive. Velcro's, that's, that's a that's above my pay grade. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I have like huge rolls of like industrial strength Velcro. I, I'm thinking about making one of those Velcro walls. Oh, we should do that. We That'd be a fun that. thing for a convention. You yeah. have a trampoline, don't you, Carl? I do. You have a trampoline. I've got the Velcro. We'll make a Velcro suit and a Velcro oh, wall. Oh, definitely. <laughs> We're totally doing that. Next time you guys come out shooting, uh, I mean, coming out to solve the problems of the world. Brainstorm. Well, yeah. brainstorm. That's the one. Yeah, it's brainstorming. <laughs> yeah. All right. So posing, do you have posing tips? That, you know, anybody, you know, here's, here's a thought. Here's one I was going to throw out. And this is, um, this is something I found I naturally did. And then I, um, I ran across it in, um, 
I keep wanting to say Fernando Valenzuela's book, but he was the, <laughs> he was the pitcher for the Dodgers. Yeah. Roberto Valenzuela must be his cousin. Um, Absolutely. To cre- you know, the idea of creating energy in a shot, and I, I ran across it in his book. I was like, hey, that's a good way of putting it because it was kind of something I do anyway. But you take a look at which way their eyes, their chin, and then he says collarbone. I always say chest but which direction they're pointing in. So if you get two going one way and one going the other way, it creates a lot more tension, a lot more energy. Mm -hmm. So if I've got collarbone or chest going to the left, chin going to the left, and the eyes are cutting back to the right, it creates some energy. Or you've got chest going this way, chin going this way, eyes cutting back to the left, same kind of thing where you mix Mm -hmm. things up. You take different combinations of those three to create some energy. If you've got them all going in the same direction, chest, chin, and eyes... It's a more, it's a much more placid and less energized look. It's a calmer look. There's no contrast. Yeah, that's right. contrast and misdirection. You know, have all things going one way, eyes going back the other. You have to look at what's different because we're human. You mm-hmm. look at their eyes, and it creates depth and dimension, and you know, human figures. So, absolutely. Um, you know, the the easiest thing to think about posing because uh, I know we we go over this in my class every. Every week-long class, everyone's like, by Wednesday, like, we still haven't talked about posing. I'm like, yeah, we kind of have from day one. It's Posing is really composition. It's the composition of the body. And so think of your each image. Hello. Think of each image as having uh, several different compositions. Composition of the pose, composition of the scene, and composition of the mixture of the two, the combination. And if you think about it that way, lines that we follow, lines of the person, appendages, um, run them on angles, find curves, um, just like you would find for leading lines within a scene. So think about the body as a compositional um, thought process of all of its own, but it still needs to meet and match with what's there in the scene. And then you need to light it right. There's a lot to this. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. And then I, I always think of lighting as that third element of composition, like you were saying, Carl. And posing. you got to light the pose. You've got, you've got the background. You've got shapes and form and color in the background. And you've got shapes and form and color with the, with the subject. And it's where you decide to place light for light and shadow to highlight the shape and form. Uh, and the and enhance the composition of the actual person you're you're photographing too. That's where we're getting really complex. Otherwise, we're just out there taking some pictures. Pictures, yeah. <laughs> yes. I ran yeah. across just as another aside. I ran across twice in the last two days, people on different forums complaining about, and these were senior, uh, complaining about senior competitors who were doing thirty dollar sessions. Thirty dollar sessions. One of them was like a half-hour session with 30 images. $30. Uh, wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. Why bother? I, I can't even. <laughs> yeah. We probably just lost 20% of our listenership. Yeah. Get paid for what you do, folks. There's All a six lot of those people about. are gone now. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to think about, though, when you were creating portraits, you know, because... You're dealing with light and posing and composition uh, in several different facets, like I just said. You're dealing with the personality and the customization for that one specific person, and then the lighting and then the colors, and oh my gosh. 
Um, hands. You need to raise. Yeah. Hands, hands. I don't do it my hands. Hands. Hands are tough. Uh, but, you know, along the lines of $30 for a session or whatever, you know, I think that people, well, I know that people just lack confidence in it. And so you don't charge appropriately. So it's don't take what we're saying is that we're ripping on you. We want to help you. And hopefully you're listening oh, to right. these things that as that can educate you for posing and lighting and composition, like all the things we're talking about and give you the confidence to charge more because you're worth more. And it's easy. Like I've been doing this for a long time and there, you know, there's days I lack a lot of confidence and as well, but I don't undervalue it either. And there's other times like when you get to the price that I'm at, it's pressure too, but that like, well, hopefully they see the value in what I'm doing because another enemy is to compare yourself to everyone. So it's easy to be on these groups and forums and see all, you know, the best of the best. But when you're putting yourself out there every single day, uh, it's, it's easy to compare yourself and, and, and like feel like, oh, maybe I'm not good enough. So. And we've said, we've said it so many times in, in the show so far since we launched this, don't compare yourself to everybody else. I mean, don't, don't set your pricing based on what everybody else is charging. Don't shoot the same way that everybody else shoots. If you want to be successful in this business, you have to be different. You have to be different in how you, how you shoot, the experience in a good way, the quality of the images, and even what you offer and what you charge. If you're going to be trying to shoot the same thing everybody else is shooting and charging the same low price everybody else is shooting, you're a commodity and you'll never stand out. And I'm sorry, you won't be successful. Well, and here's the other thing, confidence or not, let's, let's just do this. Take confidence and experience right off the table for a minute. Okay, let's just say everybody is equal as far as once they have a camera in their hand, we're just going to make believe everybody's completely equal. All right. So think th thinking that. How much can how much in value uh, camera equipment do you have with you on any given shoot, you guys? So your camera oh, bodies, wow. lenses, lights. Ten grand. 10 grand? Okay. Easily. So yeah. let's say 10 grand. How many sessions did you photograph last year? Portrait sessions, not commercial. How many portrait sessions did you photograph last year? Six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just go and live. Let's just say a hundred. No, it was okay? a lot more than six. <laughs> just, but I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not high volume by any means. But. Right. But let's just, just for fun, just so it's an easy number. Let's say a hundred. Sure. Okay. That's a good number. How long is your camera going to last you? Let's say, say it's going to last four years. Okay. So that's 400 sessions. Do the math, 10 grand divided or, you know, into 4,000 into 10,000 uh, or 400 into 10,000. You're oh, already, we got, we got, we got math. a drink. We're doing math. math. We got a drink. Math. Got a drink. <laughs> it's it's drink. 25 by the way. <laughs> there you go. So you just covered your equipment, right? That's it. Yeah. You didn't cover any costs. You didn't cover any insurance or anything like that yet. So it, it's just, yeah. You're, you're, you got your computer, right? <laughs> and the computer and everything and else, so, which doesn't last media. five years either. Nope. So, you know, it, it's funny how, and I, I had to, had this discussion with my, my uh, second cousin. She had called and asked about doing photography for uh, for weddings, not photographing weddings, 
but doing creating slideshows. And she said, yeah, I'm going to charge $100 a piece. And uh, I said, well, a couple of things. First of all, you know, you you need to deal with the copyright because you're going to be taking images from who knows who uh, for people's slideshows for their wedding day. And then you still need equipment and you need to get there. And I said, well, um, you know, figure you need a projector. Projectors are a couple thousand dollars. Um, you need camera equipment to copy all those slides and, you know, good lens and everything like that. So uh, if you did, you know, a hundred of those, Oh, I, I can't do a hundred. I was thinking I, I'd get maybe 20 in a year. I said, okay, well, <laughs> that's $2,000 you just right. made or you took in, but it cost you more than that to even do it. I said, right. you know, at a point you got to do math, whether it causes us to drink or not, you got to do math <laughs> in business. <laughs> We're actually so. okay. Let's, let's talk more about math. Yeah, no, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we can't talk more about math. I'm losing my drink here. I'm losing drink, yeah. yeah. Hey, we got to get back so, into posing. But yeah, posing. So, so back back to posing, how about a few things like mistakes or things that you shouldn't do posing-wise, some things to watch out for. And, you know, print competition will, or, or taking a week-long class with Carl, for instance, <laughs> will point out a lot of things that you may not notice when you first start out, or even if you've been doing it for a while, be like, oh, yeah, I need to bend that wrist or soften those hands or, uh, you know, not shoot into the private area <laughs> that isn't very... Uh, please in the changing room. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. No, no, somebody in our backyard that got in trouble so, for that. <laughs> so let's do that. Let's do this. Let's just let's let's go around the horn and just right. throw out one posing mistake that we see all the time. And I'll start square to the camera. Square to the camera. Yeah. Square to That's the camera. Good one, good one. Carl. Uh, you already mentioned it, but uh, more or less crotch shots or. Low angles with the leg closest to you being up um, drives me nuts. Um, it's just not a por appropriate or appealing. And I'll say maybe this is more advanced, maybe, maybe not, but anything closest to the camera is going to look larger. So watch yeah. hands and different things that are closer to the camera because they're going to appear much larger. I was like, you know, and when someone points it out, they'll be like, oh my goodness, that hand looks humongous. You mm -hmm. know, so, you know, something along those lines, you know. I was going to tag right onto that and, and which way the hand's shaped because if you bring your hand, look in the mirror sometime, bring the hand up by your face, but bring it ahead of your face and show the back of the hand. The back of your hand is about as much skin as, you, as your face. Yep. So, and it's going to maybe even be brighter. So it's going to pull more attention away from your face. Not as bright That's as your legs, though. No, no nothing's as bright nothing as my legs. As bright as legs no. <laughs> Although you know, I've been out a little bit, so they're they're no longer they're zone they're no longer zone ten. They're like zone nine and a half. <laughs> my goal is to get them down to like zone eight. Anyway. Anyways, yeah, yeah. I mean, good point. Like color, you know, as well as far as you know, especially for us in Wisconsin that don't get. Uh, you know, a lot of sun, you know, or at least if you, you put their right arm forward, because maybe at least that's the one that hung out the window for a few days when the sun was nice, <laughs> that might be closer to their complexion, but. <laughs> well, unless they were driving, you know, then it's your left arm. That'd so. be the left arm, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm sorry, left. Yeah, I can. I had too much mojito. Had <laughs> a boy. No. Well, so, here's the other thing. You you touched on it before about you know posing is great, but then you have to light the pose. So I always tell people, okay, you, get, you see people leaning on their hands. Well, all right, which way are you going to light it? I'm going to light it away from the hand because otherwise the hand is closer to light than what the face is. So we don't want to make that bright because of our light source as as well. So is all these things that you're thinking about in posing and the composition of the person, as well as how it's going to relate to tonal values throughout it because of your lighting. I don't know that, that got a little more complicated, but it's something to watch, you know, watch where your lights coming from pose so that the brightest thing be, still becomes a face. And, and I'll, yeah, I'll agree a hundred percent. And Carl, maybe you will back me up on this. Maybe not, but uh, natural sure, light. Well. Yeah. You know, as a, as a natural light photographer, which you are known for and kind of switched a little bit to hybrid or off camera flash as well as I have. I blame Michael. I blame Michael. Yeah. It's right. my fault. It's, it's Michael's fault. Yeah. yeah. But it, it gives us that control because, you know, now I can, before it's like, well, you, the reflector had to be here and the light was coming this way and everything was worked out. Well, I can't move the sun and the reflector and get the light, but I can maybe have them change the hand, but maybe that doesn't work. So at least I can change the light. Like, okay, throw the light on the other side. Assistant picks it up, do, 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 over, sets it down. <laughs> she makes that noise, by the way, uh, as well. Really? That's yeah, cool. Yeah. I pay extra for that. But I yeah. was just going to ask if you had to pay extra for that. <laughs> yes, yes. You have to do that. Can, can you, like, <laughs> request different tones of it, though? I mean, can she, in the next time, go, brr, brr, brr. You know, oh, I'm yeah, just wondering, because is she talented or not? But she is. And if the sun is going down, it, yeah, it's a whole different <laughs> noise. Like, move, move, move. <laughs> no, here's, like here's one that drives me crazy and, and something I used to do a lot myself, unfortunately, was shooting right into a shoulder. Oh, yeah. You, know, you, you get, you know, so one of the first things you learn is don't have the subject square to the camera square hips, square shoulders at you, everything's on the same line. So, you know, you learn to turn them, but then you're shooting right into like the heavy part of the shoulder. Yeah. And which is then, of course, closer to the camera by far. I mean, the length of your shoulder from your face. So, yep, two two knocks against you right away, right there. Mm -hmm. So create angles. Create angles. Can we, yeah. Can we talk lens choice as well? Because oh, sure. exactly, that'll make you know, a difference too. That'll make a difference. You know, a lot of fad that was going around for a while is the which I do like this look, but just be known and be cautious with it is the fifty millimeter one point two. You know, you get these kind of wider shots with that that shallow depth of field, that beautiful creamy bokeh. But a fifty millimeter lens is a wide angle lens, so depending on where you position the person in that frame and how close you are, you're going to get some distortion and the head might look larger than normal. The hands, anything's going to be distorted. Yeah. I see a lot of people taking a 35 and and getting up high and it's like, Oh, Oh, fun house effect. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for all those, all (laughs) all you guys that go fishing, you know how to do this. You see, you catch a fish. What do you do? What do you do, Dan? You hold it out as far as you can in front of you. Right, <laughs> you use a wide-angle lens. And, in <laughs> and if you're a musky fisherman like me, which you, you kind of curl and you push the belly up a little bit, which, Darn right. by the way, is also a trick if you're photographing a senior boy and you do the Popeye. fold the, you fold the oh, arms. Yeah. 
But you have yeah. them push that muscle. You guys can't see what I'm doing, but you fold the arm and that <laughs> fist pushes the bicep out a little bit. And yeah. I also make them drop and give me 20 push-ups before we reach you. It's like, all right. Yeah. I want they all and they're like I think for I've real. Seen you do that. Oh yeah. I was like, for real, get drop it, give me twenty, and I count them out and yeah. you get the veins bulging a little bit and everything. <laughs> and then, you, then you push that muscle out and they laugh, but it it, it breaks the ice and and then yeah. they are like, Yeah, look at my muscles there. <laughs> I'm you know, ripped, I, man. I used, I used to do that for weddings, but brides got pissed at me. <laughs> you know what? I had a bride once that was a bodybuilder. I yes. kid you not. And, <laughs> yeah. In fact, we photographed her at the old old St. Joe's at St. Norbert. And uh, we have pictures of her just flexing with all, all the, the women in the wedding party. <laughs> Holding like, the best man up. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spin, spinning them around a bit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she, was, she was ripped. I mean, holy crap. Yeah. Unbelievable. You know, but one thing we didn't talk about, and to me it's it's like where the pose starts. Feet. Yeah, good Feet, point. Your foundation. Yeah. Even even especially if you're if you're even shooting a head and shoulder shot. Yeah, pose from head to toe because it does do something different all the way you know, even posture. if it's a, it affects the posture. Yeah. Or high heels. I tell I tell when I do my clothing consultation, I say bring for every outfit, either have high heels, or we're gonna photograph barefoot. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll do barefoot. Even, I'm not doing heels, man. I'm telling you right now. No, you we're talking about the client. The the client. client. Oh, 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 them. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> or they wedges. can wear high heels if they want. They can, yeah, yeah. Wedges, <laughs> wedges. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But it does. It, it creates posture, even though we're not photographing. Like I barely, barely. Have a drink. All right. Verily. Yeah. Verily. I, I, I verily. You're I, I doing Shakespeare now. Yeah, I created a new word. I very rarely, <laughs> which otherwise <laughs> is verily, photograph full length. <laughs> we well, started I'm, early tonight, you guys, just in case you're all wondering. Yeah. But, hey, by the way, this is really good information. Did, did, are we recording this yet? <laughs> oh, you, you scared the crap out of me. I don't know if this recording. Yeah. It's like, son of a... I'm sorry. No, you're, you're, that's absolutely, absolutely a good, good thought. You know, the foundation, you got to have, you know, where it all starts, the base. And the thing is, it helps dictate what thought you're trying to get across too. So if they're sw sw uh, swaying back, of course, it's more passive. If they're leaning forward onto that uh, foot that's closer to you, it's more aggressive. So it, it comes down to psychology as well. So your foundation can dictate the story you're trying to tell throughout your portraits. Deep. I one know we got, a, we got a lot to think about here. <laughs> one, one thing I, I, I do with, um, you know, I, I'm with you on the whole high heel and the wedge and stuff. If they're going to go barefoot and I'm going to do a full length, let's say we're out in the lake and there's we're on the pier. I make them get up on the balls of their feet or up on their toes a little mm -hmm. bit because, and they're like, well, why? And it's like, well, do you want to look shorter or do you want to look taller? Taller. And it's like, do you want your legs to look longer or do you want your legs, legs to look shorter? You know, longer. Okay. Get up on your toes. It's going to lengthen you. It's going to give you a better posture overall, and, and it's going to give you longer legs. And they're like, oh. So I hate seeing flat feet. If I'm seeing a full-length portrait, I hate seeing flat feet on girls. Guys, be weird with a guy up on the balls of his feet, but I, I don't or in high heels, or in high heels, but not that there's anything wrong with it. No, 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 no not at all. Not nothing wrong with that. So, you know, I think Dave Dave Beckham was one that really impressed me um, the last few years watching him pose for 
long legs to show long legs. And I, I've been pretty entranced by that. Um, you want to study a little bit more, but uh, great concept, great thought behind his purposeful posing these young ladies to show the length of, of legs. I, I thought it was pretty cool. So somebody, you know, to, somebody to look at. Yeah. And he kind of breaks rules. <clears throat> yeah, he, he breaks some of the rules that we talk about. He'll do Absolutely. a low angle shot using a wide angle lens because that does give length to the legs too. Yeah. You'll see that in some fashion shots too. And it works as long and as you pose all the other ducks are in a row. You have yes. to have the pose correct. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and one thing I do, and I think we touched on this um, in another podcast, who knows, but <laughs> is to get some safe shots. You know, so I start sure, out every definitely. session with kind of, the safe kind of shots get you know the ten in 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 the in the the can I guess yeah. <laughs> no that doesn't sound right you don't want to get ten shots in a can but <laughs> well we used to that was the can the that, that was the can the film canister yep. but for That's those right. those that don't know that terminology get ten good sure. shots in your digital card and then start to experiment with breaking some rules and and flow yeah. posing or or walk you know, walk and capture things that are more organic and, and flowy and natural because that is, again, I'm talking seniors cause that's what I do. But the same thing with children and family, like a lot of people want, you know, it's funny cause a lot of people are like, I want unposed stuff, but then you get in front of the camera, like walk and this and that. And they, they, they they're stiff and they don't know what to do. How, it's like, how should I walk? Yeah, exactly. You put one foot in front yeah, of the other. Uh, <laughs> or it's like, I don't like the way I look. You can't see my face. It's like, cause I had you walking and talking to each other that seemed non-posed and yeah, that's not a portrait. So the, those are good things to have as album filler fillers or, uh, you know, other things that put on a wall collage, but it, you know, I always start with a foundation of posing and and maybe that's just the way I was taught, you know. No, I think that's no, a good idea. Ma makes sense. And you actually touched on one of my mantras. I, I have a new mantra every year, one or two. You know, what's wow. new thing am I going to in incorporate? What am I going to work on? And I think it was two years ago, and I wanted to do a little bit more again last year, was in incorporating motion. Yes. And with today's mirrorless, with the Sonys and the eye, eye autofocus tracking, it's a lot easier to do. So I've been trying to incorporate a lot more motion into every session where they're moving, they're walking, they're running, they're skipping, they're flipping, they're whatever they're doing. Anticipate the best moment of that motion pose. Oh, That's sometimes I'm just, I'm just like, just shooting <laughs> well, the whole that. damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that motion? Motion. Uh -huh. That's right. Yeah. Yes. That's uh, trademark. Yes, yeah, trademark. Motion. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> buy my new book called Motion. Motion. M O S H U N. Yes. Motion. 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 <laughs> and 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 that kind of leads me into another tip that I do, which is if I if I a lot of times I'll be in the session, I'll kind of struggle like, oh, I kind of I don't know what to do next. Like, shoot, what do I do? And they're looking at me like, well, how should I pose? Uh, one thing I do is just like change it up. So if they're standing, I'll just play, sit down, <laughs> you know, and it's for some reason in my mind, it breaks it, breaks the whatever, like, roadblock I have going on at the time. It's like, sit down. It's like, oh, okay. I like how you just sat like that. Okay, there, there we have a shot. And then turn this way and then lean that way. Okay. And now it's like, stand up, walk over here. So if you ever get stuck, just change 
something up, down, move to a different location, Mm -hmm. think it through. uh, Because, yeah, like a a lot of times, especially when I started, it's like uh, they're looking at me, especially a couple. And they're like, what do you want us to do next? I'm like, I have no idea. I, I, I. I did the five poses I know, and I don't know what else we're going to do. <laughs> so let's just walk over here and talk. Why it's the, hopefully something comes in my head or, or I'll have, you know, I've purchased posing guides. I have posing guides. I have Pinterest things. I'm not afraid to, as we're going from location to location, or if they're changing, I'll pull it up and look on my phone and be like, oh, yeah. And some of the things are my own images but oh, in, right. the, in the heat what, of the, you forget about what you did you forget right? what you did or, or the heat of the moment like you got a million different things that are going on you kind of forget what you what you're known for and it's like oh that's pretty cool you know <laughs> and if they can't do it or if i try and show them which the moms get a kick out of by the way they're like oh i like how you pose uh <laughs> like a girl <laughs> you know that looks so good you know i just show my phone and be like do this you know i'm going to pose you like one of my french girls <laughs> <laughs> oh my i've got a whole folder on my computer of my assistants photographing me posing like yes. a girl oh all so <laughs> many behind the scenes shots i see oh them all right there with their camera like i gotta get this this is good stan <laughs> bending his leg and Popping his hip, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Holding the bouquet, yeah. (laughs) So another pet peeve is, uh, because you talked about bare feet uh, and the foundation, and toes pointing straight at us and fingers pointing straight at us, um, because they foreshorten phalanges or appendages. um, And, again, it's a a psychological thing. Um, We were taught... Mom and grandma always told us, don't ever point at people because it's not nice to point. And if you point somebody's finger at the camera or you're photographing them with their finger pointed at the camera, they're always going to be pointing at whoever looks at them. So that's another rule to kind of keep in the back of your mind that you might be offending somebody by having fingers point at you at the camera. Although I will say Thomas Wynn does some amazing... uh, breaking the rules like things flipped upside down pointing at the camera um wide angle low angle like he mm-hmm. he does some pretty amazing shots that way so if it's done correctly yeah it can right. be pretty cool breaking rules yeah. but using lines i mean that's yeah and his stuff i mean i think that's the angle that he's using to me to still show that um and but they still look like fingers they still look like appendages so well, maybe this is time for us to take a break and hear a little something from one of our sponsors. To succeed in anything, you need a good coach, one that can evaluate your own work with professional advice as to how to improve. Coach Carl at Carl's Coaching Corner gets to know your photography so that he can structure a custom learning platform that is ideal for you and your art. Check it out at ccphotocoach.com. That's ccphotocoach.com. And we're back. Uh, We just realized when we took a break that we really haven't talked much about how to pose guys. And last I heard, last I saw, and I, I may be wrong, half of the people out there are guys. Wow. It could be a myth. I don't know. That's math. I'm drinking. I'm drinking. Yeah, it was just math. 
Hey, I talked about flexing muscles. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, you know, I always I always joke with, with my um, with my male clients, and you know, it's kind of an icebreaker. It's like, hey, you're so lucky to be a guy. It's like if he didn't already know it, you know. But um, for guys, we have like four poses. Girls have 187, and it's a different number every time. <laughs> but it's in in some ways, it's true. Um, because guys, there's only so many different ways that they look guy appropriate, I guess. Not that you can't break any of those rules too, guy-ish, but, you know, strong poses, creating triangles, creating strong lines, not tipping the head to the high shoulder, um, things like that, you know, where with girls, we can, we can do all that kind of stuff and it makes it softer, makes it feminine, or we can come back and make it a little bit more masculine guys. We're kind of constrained in some ways. Again, not that we can't break those rules, but in general, from a society standpoint and a mm-hmm. you know, visual standpoint, we're kind of constrained. Well, and they don't care as much. <laughs> there's, so there's True. that. <laughs> Sit there, shut there's up. A, I don't want to get out of here. It's, you know, <laughs> we're here until too late and we could be out fishing right now. So, you know, <laughs> that's what we get up here anyway. But, um, and I don't blame them because I want to be out fishing too, but. You know, the guys, yeah, so now we can square them up more than the camera. So take that rule that you looked at before. Because uh, w- what do we want guys to be? More broad-shouldered. How do you get right. that? Well, turn more more square, not square, but more square to the camera. You still want angles because you still want to create depth, back to that composition thing that we talked about. But, um, you know, you can light them from into the chest so that uh, they look more broad um, larger which we didn't talk about before with the young ladies you're talking you already explained you know to turn more of an angle not square on well why you know we always want to know the why the why is because it can make you look thinner than you really are and why Mm -hmm. is it going to make you look thinner because you turn you you lessen the mass that you're seeing of the body and if you light it right because like i said you got to light the pose if you light it so it skims across that and the face turns back that contrast of misdirection that Michael talked about with all the things going one way, but they or one direction, but the eyes coming back the other. Now the light's coming across the chest, hits the face, does not hit the chest. The face is brighter, and now our attention is drawn to the face. So all these things that make people look thinner or broader, um, again, it's pose and light combinations. Man, we gotta think about too many things. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a lot, and 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 our job as photographers is to make them feel comfortable and to pose them and to create imagery that like highlights their best features or or makes them look the most pleasing. So, you know, a lot of times people will look at images and be like, "Wow, why does that look so good?" It's like because it was you know posed and it was lit and the composition, like all those things combine make what that image is and that's what makes a professional and that's what also makes people pay you is because Mm -hmm. if if they can just get a shot like that with their iphone well what are they paying you for so all these things that you can work on to improve as a professional will get you the high averages and the people seeking you out to to pay you and book you for for sessions so yeah those are all key elements that go into it like carl said there's a lot to this <laughs> should we really there blow is. minds though and talk about facial analysis <laughs> you know everybody <laughs> says oh get my good side you know everyone does have a good side 
Um, yeah, and sometimes they're wrong. They are wrong a lot of times. <laughs> About twenty um, percent of the time is my guess. Yeah, well, and their hair can mess with it too because you know sometimes sure. their hair's flipped over half their face and it should be lit from that side, but the hair is blocking it. So you got to watch out for these things. It's it's funny. I always refer to it as uh, my brother's a commercial diver. And he always talks about the engine. He's underwater. It's pitch black. And they're giving him directions as to where to walk in underwater and where to lay the pipe or whatever he's doing at that particular job. And they're like, um, <laughs> okay, that didn't come out right. But, you know, uh, <laughs> but what, where to place the, the items that he's, that he's working on. And the engineer is up on top telling him where to go. And he's down below going, but there's a great big rock here. We can't. We can't move right here. We can't put this right here. Um, and so your face that you're looking at, your subjects, and, and you guys already hit on it, we stare at people that we photograph. We don't even realize we're doing it. So make sure you tell them ahead of time that you, it, it's going to look like you're staring at them. And that'll help with your posing because they'll look more, they'll be more natural uh, for you uh, if, if they're not subconscious about you staring at them. Uh, but look at their face. Everybody's eyes and mouth are at different angles. So if you draw a line uh, across somebody's eyes, you know, connect the dots and continue it on for infinity. And then you look at their lips, their mouth. Again, that is usually at an angle as well. And if you draw a line and go to infinity, the line from the face or of the eyes and the line from the mouth will merge. That's the side that you should light from. And that will create a better a more appealing look to that particular face. The closed side of the face. The closed side of the face. Absolutely. What about the open side of the face? Why am I, why am I talking like Batman? I was just going to ask you that. <laughs> Jen! 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 <laughs> oh, my. Uh, but, yeah, that's more, more complicated, more advanced. You've been doing squats. <laughs> oh, my. Go to the gym. <laughs> Drink your protein shake. <laughs> wash the oh. wash the clothes. <laughs> off the hinge. Off the hinge. Yes. Oh, uh, no, yeah. no. Carl's making a great point. And, and well, it is more advanced. Clothes, you know, it's more clothes advanced. and open side of the face, but the light should come from the you're saying the closed side, side of the face. Yeah. And and I'll I'll add to that, you know, using distortion or like we talked about earlier to your advantage. So mm-hmm. if like for me, for instance, when I smile, <laughs> I have one eye that closes more than the other. So I kind of look like I'm drunk or like Popeye. But so, you are. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so if you notice that when you're photographing, a lot of people, they that happens to a lot of people. So turn in the face so that, you know, you are kind of, I don't want to say hiding it, but making it more in the background uh, helps. And a lot of times I don't catch it. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, man, I'll, I'll find it later as I'm culling down images like, ah, oh, I should have turned that face the other way. There's that one eye. And now with Photoshop and Portrait <laughs> Professional and stuff, you can kind of open that eye up a little bit. A little uh, bit yep. Yeah, but it's best to get it, as we always say, in camera. And mm-hmm. so keep keep an eye out for Ooh, that. Ooh, I like what you did there. Keep yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Another thing <laughs> to pay attention is... And I've got a broken nose. Me too. And, you know, somebody's got a bump on one side of their nose. And I've got a big bump on this side. You know, where do you, you know, where do you turn that? Do you turn that away from the camera? 
Do you turn towards the camera? Do you light into the bump? Depends or do you light away from the bump? There you go. Ooh. You know, here's the funny thing. Um, a commercial photographer told me Don't this put it on the time. shadow, though. No. <laughs> um, told me, you know, again, worrying about lighting. I think we talked about this in one of the other podcasts, or maybe it was another webinar we were on lately. Um, but they said, in product photography, if we want the masses to see something, we want it to be appealing, we put light on it. If we don't want them to see, if we want it to be kind of diminished in the background, we put dark on it. So think about it that way. If there's something that you want to hide, let it go in the shadow a little bit um, or turn it so it goes to the shadow side or that it is not as close to the camera or to the lens so it's not as important. Um, all those little things really do make a difference. They do. And and what I was saying, like with the bump on the nose, don't put that bump right on the transition line because it's okay. going to emphasize the bump. Yeah. It is. It profiles it. Ooh. We're profilers. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, you just the word you just used is actually a go-to pose and has been a go-to pose for me for more dramatic poses. And I used to do this a lot with brides. And I'll do this a little bit with seniors too, is a profile shot. Sure. You know, because it's a it's not something you see all the time. And, and for brides, because you could get the whole dress in there or their turn profile facing the groom you get them both in the profile you can you can see them interacting with each other versus camera engaged it was a little bit more emotion a little bit more drama a little bit more you know oh you just hit on something that we didn't talk about what's Pos that? posing more than one person i know that's I, I i was dangling that out I there i saw that dangle okay. dangle dangle okay. dangle <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of the things that uh, a pet not pet peeve as much. Well, it kind of is, but uh, something that's kind of a red flag when I see a bride and groom or engagement couple, whatever, um, and they're standing there gazing into each other's eyes so lovingly, yet the groom has his hands in his pockets and he's standing there flat foot. <laughs> and standing straight up and down. Straight too. up and down. Have yeah. a little motion towards each other uh, because that's, I mean, if you were to have drawn the couple, if you were to paint, if you weren't thinking of photography, if you were a painter, if you could paint whatever came to your head and my heart and mind, would you have drawn them straight up and down or would you have them interact a little bit more? And it's something to think about. Along with that, too, is like I, I loved having, you know, wedding couples or engagement couples interacting, turning towards each other. And I always said, here's a tip you can steal. Look, you have to get your heads uncomfortably close together because – Nobody, as you look at your bride-to-be, you're never going to be three inches away from her because you're just going to look at each other bug-eyed. But I need you guys to get that close. So here's the tip. You can look at, look at her lips. You don't look, don't look directly in her. If you look down at her lips, she looks at your lips. You can be uncomfortably close, and it's kind of a moment, and you can get your, their heads very close together. Ooh, um, I also called give, give me an A. So instead of the groom standing straight up, I would have them stand further apart. They would both have to lean in and reach out and grab each other's hands, and they'd make the letter A. Nice, strong, triangular shape. And at the peak of the A, the head's coming together. And it gave you a lot more connection and drama that way. There you go. See? You guys learned something. So, so along alphabet. those <laughs> alphabet. So yeah. since we're talking A's and... Carl mentioned triangles before, like maybe talk family posing and like, mm -hmm. you know, having 
you know, the triangle of having one person is generally the, the, the dad, you know, kind of higher up and then other members of family around to create that triangle um, kind of pose. So that, you know, has a composition that looks nice as well. I always build it around mom because mom's usually driving the process or grandma's driving the process. So I make sure that she's whatever the that best. triangle we're building, <laughs> she looks the best. Absolutely. <laughs> but I thought you were going to go here. Um, how do you pose different body types in that family portrait? Ooh. And I learned this from Hanson Fawn. Uh, we all did. probably heard it 73 <laughs> times. Yeah. But A bodies and B bodies. Mm-hmm. A bodies are, you know, thinner. B bodies are rounder. I'm a B-body. <laughs> be a B-body too. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to be a body too? So A-bodies, smaller, thinner, come forward. B-bodies, go behind. And you use the A-bodies to block the B-bodies because the B-bodies don't want their bodies to be, to be, be seen. <laughs> well, so you're using body blocks. You're using the A's to block parts of B's. And right. again, we're back to the fishing thing. You want the fish to look bigger, you put it forward. And if, That's right. to make the comparison, bring the A's a little farther forward, they appear larger in comparison to the B's. The B's compared to, uh, comparatively look smaller. So they ever, everyone ends up being more uh, uniform in size, especially head sizes, which is why, again, now lens selection is important on the families too because... You don't want those people in the front row, those A's, even though they're blocking people, you don't want their heads to be great big and the people in the back to be little tiny heads. Um, yeah, because that would be bad A lot too. of people will pull out a 35 millimeter lens and I'm going to use as long a lens as I can get away with. Absolutely. If I can use a 135, absolutely. 180. It'll compress, yeah. it'll compress that space and bring them together. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a Peabody. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to ask. <laughs> Wasn't that that dog that wore the bow tie? Yeah. Was that, hey, that, glasses? That, yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah. that is yeah, Peabody. He was a smart little bugger. And I, Sherman. I'm bringing it, yeah, I'm bringing it to the, the new world here, the new century, which is the Peloton body. Oh, yeah. oh, there you go. All right, all right. Not sponsored by Peloton, but if you want, uh, yeah. hit me up with a code and I would Plus save I you could, $100 on your Peloton. <laughs> I could use a bike. I'm not going to lie, but... <laughs> Yeah, when Carl Carl came out and checked out, I was pretty the bike. impressed. Yeah, it's it was, pretty impressed. It's yeah. impressive. Cool. Yeah, it's nice and smooth. Um, so, hey, back to family posing though. Um, key thing you mentioned the group uh, creating the base and the triangular composition, but remember each person within that scene has to be posed like they would have been there without the rest of the group. In other words, mm-hmm. each pose yep. has to be. Uh, okay for itself on its own merits as well. Otherwise, your attention will be drawn to that person that's the odd person out in their pose, and then you won't see the full family for what it's worth anyhow. So, And here's a tip for everybody who photographs families, if you don't do this already. Ask how many people are going to be in the shot. And how old they are. <laughs> and how old they are, and if there are family subsets. <clears throat> oh, there's going to be 20 people. Okay, well, how many different families? That's three different families, or how many people are in each subset? How old are all the people in there? Well, 13 of them are under the age of one. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, that's fine. Um, I will will sketch it out. Yeah. Before I shoot it, I will sketch a couple of different um, arrangements out so I know, because when you're dealing with with that many people, they get bored, um, 
And if you're trying to figure things out there, have a sketch out ahead of time. You go here, you go here, you go here. I've got a 60-inch print hanging in my studio. 25 people I photographed on the day after Thanksgiving. And the only way they could get all the dads, because it's like multiple different families, the only way they could get the dads to come in and agree is if I could do it in 15 minutes or less. It's deer season. It was like a Domino's, <laughs> was like a Domino's pizza guarantee. So yeah. I said, okay, I'd, same thing. How many different people in each breakout, each family? I sketched it out. I put up a 17-foot-wide backdrop in my studio. I had them. I had chairs and stools and, and like a little uh, little things for the back row to stand on. I had them come in. Boop, 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 boop. Already had it lit. Look at me. Look at me. Be happy. Click, 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 click. Bye. And the guys were like, what? I'm like, we got it. Go back out in the woods. Go hunting, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, did you hear him? He could be your assistant too. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, yeah. I make sound effects when I shoot. I make sound effects when I retouch. And I find, okay, here's here's full disclosure. When I'm working on a really, like, challenging project and I'm, and I'm starting to, you know, really get in the groove. I start to hum the uh, theme from Indiana Jones. I just watched that last <laughs> night. Dun, 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 dun. See, it'll help you get through that tough retouching project. Mm. See, next time I'm retouching, that's what's going to go through my head now. It's like, damn it, Michael. <laughs> so my oh. drink is empty. I guess Girl. that's... Carl's oh, putting on his hat. Yeah, India, India, Carl. <laughs> nice. Wow, you had that prop ready. That's crazy. <laughs> Just happened to have it down here from a couple of weeks ago. So, um, Dan didn't hear this. I got some news. Oh. So, for those of you who don't know this, only a couple of people knew this, I had a close acquaintance, good friend that I play golf with on Wednesdays, um, whose son... I found out got uh, tested positive for COVID. Yay! And I played golf with him last, yeah, really, last Wednesday after his son had visited on Sunday and was showing symptoms and all that kind of stuff. He came and played golf, and then we had dinner, and we played cards. And then he told me Friday about this, and then he got tested. So I've been spending the last three four days going, am I feeling COVID-y? <laughs> COVID-y. <laughs> Um, I just heard back from him. He got a, he got tested and negative. So Yay. I'm not going to get covid Yay. Yay. <laughs> That's good news. It is good so news. I licked all the forks at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Jeez>. uh, <clears throat> oh, wow. Sorry. You know, I just said, I just had to share. Good share. Yes. So the good side share. story on that guys is, you know, if you're spending time with family as we all should, and anybody showing symptoms, and they said, well, maybe it's just the flu. We're in a pandemic. Somebody's got a fever and a cough. Think it's COVID. <laughs> Do the right thing. Because then I've spent the last four or five days wondering if I've got it. I'm wondering if I infected my family. And with the other, other guys we play golf with, the people who worked in the restaurant where we're at, the people who, you know, clean the golf carts, you know, it's just how many different people could have been affected by this just because somebody wasn't thinking it was like well it can't be me no it could be anybody be smart there's your psa there's your damn there psa right there <laughs> have a drink on that one i'm out of my drink i gotta get another drink yeah so uh huh. posing parting shots Ooh, posing parting uh shots. the last thought 
I would have, and it's a pet peeve of mine, and it's a mistake I make still, is when you have somebody not looking at the camera and they're looking off, mm -hmm. their eyes are turned too far and you're seeing too much of the white of their eyes. Right. Just notice that if you're seeing a lot of the sclera, which is what's called the white of the eye. Just zombie eyes. To, <laughs> zombie eyes, yeah. You know, have them just bring their eyes back until, you know, just keep bringing it back, bringing it back. Doesn't still have to look at the camera. They can still be looking off camera, but don't be getting all the white of the eyes. And make sure your profile is actually a profile or right. three quarters of the face, like three quarters of the face, not in between. <laughs> don't let the eye right. dangle off the cheek. <laughs> that being said, we had a lot of rules today, a lot of things that can help your posing. Um, but to be honest, um, I'm trying to forget about all that. Uh, the last few years I, I found, I feel that I'm just too rigid and too structured. And I'm trying to back away a bit and trying to let people um, be themselves more and and still watch for things that and anticipate things that could be issues. But I want to I want to see more emotion uh, in in my work in my in with my clients. I want to see more um, of their story. And sometimes, if it means not being quote unquote photographically posed correct, then so be it. Um, and that's fine. Just choose wisely where you're going to display those or um, just because it's something that you liked and the client liked doesn't mean it's well right for print competition. Um, right. So that's a, that's a different thing. It's a whole different yeah. thing, a whole different world. And, and so, but that's something I want to try to be more loose and more interacting, more interactive with who I'm photographing instead of worrying about uh, structure and rigidness uh, at this moment. So um, learn the rules first, then break them. <laughs> Parting shot, Dan, or you got it covered? I would just say real quick, the, the law of twos, which we didn't talk about, but basically, oh, yeah. yeah, anything that they have two of, trying to have it on different angles. So shoulders, eyes, just different levels, different angles. Hips, knees. Yep. Yeah. It will give a little bit more dynamic posing and dynam dynamics to your images. So, yeah, that's it. Cool. All right. Well, great, great parting shots. Uh, every week we have a sponsor. Uh, we have a fake sponsor, I should have to say. Full, <laughs> full, full truth. Um, and this week is brought to you by Tactical Nuclear Penguin from Brew Dog Brewing in Scotland. This beer is bold, it's irreverent, and it's uncompromising. It's a beer with a soul and a purpose, a statement of intent. A modern-day rebellion for the craft beer proletariat in our struggle to overthrow the faceless bourgeoisie oppression of corporate soulless beer. Oh, my God. <laughs> struggling on this one. That It set a new world record after creating the strongest beer in the world, weighing it in an ABV, which is alcohol by volume of 32%. Oh. <laughs> Dang, I mean, that's almost, that's darn near, like, flavored whiskey. Darn near whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> that's not darn near whiskey. That's Tactical Nuclear Penguin. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> tactical wow. Nuclear Penguin. Wow. I mean, I've had, I've had, like, a strong porter that's been, like, 15%, yeah. 32%. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Put you on your butt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, as always, it was fun, guys. Uh, until next time. Cheers to you. Cheers. Cheers. Last call. You've been listening to the Photo Happy Hour podcast. 
be sure to hit that subscribe button to not miss a single action-packed episode. And join our Photo Happy Hour Facebook group where we'll post links to the stuff we all talk about. You can find my Molite gear online at www.gomolite.com. That's G-O-M-O-L-I-G-H-T.com. You can find the Facebook page under Molite Store, and I also run the Godox Flash Help Group on Facebook. You can find Dan's Senior Unlocked website at www.seniorsunlocked.com. That's seniors with an S at the end, unlocked.com and the Facebook group under Seniors Unlocked. And you can find Carl's Coaching Corner at www.ccphotocoach.com, ccphotocoach.com. Till next time, cheers to you. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you want me to pay you to subscribe, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you subscribe now, that will be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will annoy you.